Hello, this is Chris Day, and welcome to the Breckenridge Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Matt Bisconi, co-head of portfolio management at Breckenridge. And today, Matt and I will talk about supply and demand uh, in the municipal market, both year-to-date and prospectively. So Matt, let's start with supply year-to-date in the municipal market. What's happened on that front? So on the supply side, and I'm referencing some figures from the Federal Reserve flow of funds data for the end of the first quarter, 2018. Uh, And what that showed is that the overall size of the municipal market shrank by about $20 billion uh, in the first quarter. And the total amount of the municipal market debt now outstanding is $3.84 trillion. Um, And the fall in the amount of debt outstanding isn't a huge surprise given how low the new issue volume has been so far this year. Uh, If you look through May, the muni market has seen total issuance so far of $125 billion. That's down about 22% from the same time period last year. Now, earlier in the year, new issue supply had been running closer to a 30% deficit. So while the gap has closed somewhat, uh, we're still dealing with very low levels of new issue supply. Uh, And the drop this year can be attributed almost solely to all the volume that was pulled forward into the fourth quarter of 2017. Uh, If you remember back then, December alone had issuance of 65 billion, which was greater than the total that was issued in either the first or second quarter of this year. Sure. Now, toggling to demand, that same report showed that banks lowered their holdings, correct? They did, yeah. Banks um, shrank their holdings by just over 15% during the first quarter of the year. Uh, And as you may recall, in the past several years, banks had been steadily increasing their tax-exempt holdings in the aftermath of the financial crisis, uh, due mainly uh, to municipal bonds having a higher average credit quality and the advantageous tax treatment that's afforded to banks on the interest received. Uh, So the fall in bank holdings during the first quarter of this year uh, has really reversed what had been a market increase over the last several. And that's mainly been driven by the lowering of the corporate tax rate from 35% to 21%, which makes taxable alternatives uh, a more compelling investment case in many many instances. If you look at the end of last year, uh, bank holdings of municipal bonds peaked at $570 billion. Uh, But several large selling programs during the first quarter uh, have reduced that figure to just over $550 billion. Uh, Bank holdings now represent about 14% of the total market of muni bonds outstanding. Uh, And while many participants had expected a drop in bank holdings, uh, many people, including us, uh, were surprised by the magnitude of the selling that we saw in the first quarter. Right. So actually moving back to supply just quickly, uh, with the drop in supply being forecast in 2018, there was some belief coming into the year that municipals would outperform, at least early in the year. Did that actually come to fruition? So it did not in the first quarter. Um, You know, certainly the supply dropped pretty precipitately, as we noted, uh, but the outperformance didn't materialize, at least until more recently. Uh, to start the year, um, we were really overwhelmed by a steady supply of bid-wanted lists from some of those larger bank portfolios. And there was also very high levels of dealer inventories, uh, in many cases that were holdovers uh, from some of the deals that came in the end of the 2017. Right. So there was something that we were calling sort of a shadow primary supply that continued to pressure munis uh, throughout the first quarter and caused them to underperform, particularly in longer maturities. Now, some of that has reversed in Q2, uh, with ratios dropping substantially inside of five years, uh, but longer maturities have continued to languish uh, somewhat due to that selling pressure from banks. Got it. So that's year to date. Uh, If we look forward, I've heard that demand should outplace supply in the coming months. And I remember that being a big theme last summer where we had big principal redemptions and interest payments that were certainly a a strong positive for technicals. Are, Are we expecting more of that this year? 
So both this year and last year um, do have very strong technical backdrops coming into the summer months. Um, I think the reinvestment numbers this year, it's about 5% less than what we saw last year, but last year was a record total. So again, a pretty strong amount of um, maturing bonds, coupon reinvestments looking to come back in the market over the summer months. But the difference this year is that the market is starting from a much more expensive starting point uh, due to the strong returns we saw during the month of May. Uh, that's driven down the relative value of tax-exempt munis, particularly in that short end. So the ratio of tax-exempt munis to government bonds in, say, two to three years is around 65 to 67 percent right now. In the five-year range, it's just over 70 percent. So it's pretty hard to see too much more outperformance coming from these spots in the curve. 10 and 30-year ratios are more attractive on a relative basis at about 84 and 98 percent. So there may be some catch-up on the long end of the market, uh, but it's likely that continued outperformance may be met with more opportunistic selling uh, from bank portfolios in the summer months. Sure. So where does that leave us for the next several months in terms of muni relative value? So I tend to think that we're going to hover near these ratios uh, through September due to that strong technical backdrop that we've mentioned. Uh, there's also been some recent strength in the Treasury market due to some of the trade tensions. Uh, and there's somewhat of a relief on the muni side that any further tax changes that may impact the muni market directly are off the table for now. Um, last summer, the low in ratios occurred in August before rebounding in Q4 on very heavy supply. Um, again, a key dif difference this year being I don't think it's likely we're going to see a burst of supply like we did last year. Uh, and any uptick in supply uh, combined with more selling from bank portfolios may serve to cheapen some ratios and create a better relative value entry point. Um, but I think last year we saw two extremes where ratios got extraordinarily low in August and then we had an extreme amount of issuance coming at the end of the year. Not likely to see that much of a variation. So probably stuck near these levels for the near term. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Matt, for the insight. We appreciate it and hope that you out in the field have found this informative. We look forward to having you join us next time.